Hi, y'all. Welcome back to another episode of Wholesome Black Girl Podcast. I am your host, Kayla. I am Kim. And um, we just going to get straight into it. Get into (laughs) it. Uh, of course, we're gonna start with life be life in. At this point, I don't even know why we started this segment because like either it'd be the same shit. Um, still want to jump off the Ben Franklin Bridge. <laughs> Yo, and me week. too. Um, it just gets worse and worse. Like the urges get. I don't want to participate in adulthood. I'm, I'm just done. done. I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> I wake up anxious every day. Every day I wake up and I'm like, again? again. God, why couldn't you take me out in my sleep? <laughs> like, if I want to go out, I do want to go out peacefully. But, like, right. I'm not going to actively try to unalive myself. But if I were to be uh, <laughs> diagnosed with a terminal illness, I would not seek treatment. <laughs> Yo, cause same, I feel the same way. I feel the same way. If they told me you got cancer and you about to die in a month, I'd be I'd like, like hey, thank God, <laughs> thank God. Cause I give up. I do. I give I up. Really I can't. Do. When does it get better? I just got when does it get better? Does it for ever us? does it ever when, get better? Does it like people always say new levels, new devils. And I'm and just see, like you I, know that one thing about that, that is true. Cause I feel we just talk about this in the car. Every month, I feel like there's some shit going on. It's always an op. It's always, it's always a, something. It's always something. Um, yeah, y'all. I feel but. like my ops are like the people close. <laughs> <laughs> I feel the same way. I feel the same way. But I feel no, like... I mean, let's let's just think of something positive though that's been going on in our life. Like, <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Um, I don't even think I have something right now. I don't. I mean, my job, I like it. It's cool. I'm learning with working in like corporate or like healthcare that like I'm I'm trying to learn to like advocate for myself when it comes to these jobs. Like when we have like these little meetings and stuff like that and they like, you know, giving constructive criticism. I still I take the criticism, but I'm learning to like also defend myself. Like, does that make sense? Mm-hmm. I'm learning to do that at work. So, I mean, I guess that's the only good thing about my life right now. I like my job. It's pretty cool. Um, <laughs> I don't have nothing else to do. Um, I've yeah. been paying my student loans on time. So, my credit is okay. <laughs> I think that's really all I got to say about that. <laughs> I might want to die, but <laughs> I got good credit. Period. So. And I got good coochie. My ass fit. You know what? I'll be okay in life. My ass is fit. Yeah. I just got to learn how to utilize it better. Like, you know, just put myself in spaces where I could use having a fat ass to my advantage. Yeah, so. That's Catch me on the pole. <laughs> <laughs> I think that, like, we could really be bottle girls. I... We could. We could be bottle girls. Or a bartender or something. Yeah. 
I think if, so. If someone send us some applications for like the nightlife or something. No, give for us real. some tips. If y'all know of like any bars or clubs that's like hiring bottle girls, let me know. Cause that's all I just. First of all, we're at the point where we're at the point in adulthood where we're going to need another job. No, for real. Um, but I want something low maintenance. When I don't think that nightlife is low maintenance, I'll I'll stop right there. Right. What I'll say is that I want something where I can use my looks to my advantage. Yeah, me too. <laughs> I'm sick of this shit. I, I, <laughs> I'm sick of this shit. I'm not trying to shake my ass on the pole. <laughs> Even though I think we'd make a killing doing that, but it's Yo. like I just don't have it in me. <laughs> I don't have it in me. Like, if I really stepped into, like, my influencer bag, though, like, if I wasn't so, I don't want to say lazy, but it's like. No, we're we're both so lazy. Sometimes I be having, we be like, we got to edit something, and I be like, ah! I don't got it in me. I I just be looking at the daggone footage, and I'm just like, yo. Yeah. I, I I just don't be having it in me. It is a lot to edit those clips sometimes. To be honest, honestly, Camry, we would have been, like, super famous if we would have just, if we had, like, the drive. <laughs> no, but Kella, I think that we do have the drive. I just think that when it comes to, like, putting out content, like, it's just, it is a lot. People... I don't this know. People think ex- that it is easy, but it's really not. This shit is exhausting, especially when you work eight hours yes, of the day. When you're working and on you top gotta of it. come home and then also <laughs> take care of your responsibilities at home. Take care of your relationships outside of social media. Yes. And then it's you have lot. to actually like show up for the social media that mm-hmm. you are currently investing your time and energy and money to. And it's just tired. like, what the fuck? Like, I'm not going to lie. This shit is exhausting. Yeah, it is. It is. Like, I want to kill myself 10 times more <laughs> now because of this shit, bro. I should not be laughing. <laughs> <laughs> but no, nah, I be feeling the same way. I really do. Um... Anything else going on in your life? Like, any messiness going on? You want to spill tea on? Nothing? Like, if I speak, I. Oh, if I speak. If I speak. Kella, I ain't going to lie, y'all. Like, how do I say this without coming across messy, Kella? Because if I say what I want to say, it's no way. All I have to say is, we see you. We see you. We do. Since you want it to be seen so bad, you want to be noticed so bad, I will say that I do see you. We, yeah, like. I do. I see you. I see you. I see you, sis. You look desperate. (laughs) Mm. Doing the absolute most. Yeah, Um, I'm sorry. Like, you are down bad. (laughs) Like, you in the ditch. You deserve better than that. Yeah. Um, But that's. That's all I got to say. I want to find... I really want to use a nickname for this person. Who? Um, The person we was just talking about? Yes. I can't really... I can't think of a name. Nah, you come up with one later. No, we're going to call her Autumn. 
okay. <laughs> okay. Okay, we'll call her Autumn, y'all. Miss Autumn Girl. Mm-mm, not that <laughs> Yeah, that's that's really crazy. Um, but oh yeah, we should talk about we went to Muck's art sh- art show. Mm-hmm. That was pretty chill. That was shout nice. out to Muck. Um, shout out to that guy that like talked to us too. Turbo. Yes. Shout out to him. You <laughs> are such a sweetie. Yes. And like. From the bottom of my heart, I really do appreciate you even just speaking to us. Speaking to a lot us. of times we go to these creative events and people don't like they don't speak to us like at all. Like I'm like, damn. The amount of nasty looks and all that <laughs> other stuff that we get on a regular basis. And it was so fitting for Ooh. Ooh, excuse me. For like the clips that we just recently put out um from the last episode check that out oh yeah it's so it's so fitting because like y'all did exactly what we told y'all def did and like just to address like what we were saying too because i got a lot of like dms on my personal about how like we shouldn't be comfortable being a secret or something like that because i did and i was like i did acknowledge that it's shitty behavior that you niggas literally use us uh for our emotional capital in our intellectual capital, I think that is really disgusting of y'all. Um, mm-hmm. And, like, it does put a lot of anxiety in. Like, it gives me a lot of anxiety because, like, for the past year, I have never felt, like, so unseen and, like, very, like, <laughs> down about myself. Like I, I, everyone has insecurities and everyone has their insecure moments, but I can honestly say that I, this is the most insecure I've been like, period. All right. Do you think that has to do with the create being in the creative scene or just like being in the creative scene? Yeah. I feel the same way. Dating um, creatives as well. Dating creatives. Like it's fucking exhausting. It's so exhausting to have to keep yourself under a microscope. Mm hmm. It is. It is. Um, I don't know. I to be honest, like they. I feel like the reason that a lot of them don't address us or like speak to us is because they perceive us as messy. When really, in reality, it's just the fact that first of all, for one, we don't never put names on nothing except for the the recent episode. Fuck the girls. We did put names on that. But, but other they than deserved that, deserved that. They deserved it. But other than that, we've never put names on anything. Like we we do nicknames. Um, we always and they might be shitty though. Yeah, they yeah, but it's just like I feel like y'all only think that we're messy because we actually are the first people, if we're being real, that can get on a mic, like and have a podcast and a space to talk about the shit, the shitty stuff that y'all do as creatives. And so because we do that, y'all think that we're messy. And it's like nah, it's not really being messy. It's like in this space, we gonna speak our truth. We're just gonna be authentic. We're gonna. And I think that the funniest thing about being around here, and I don't care how much y'all hate the fact that we still talk about this, but this has, like, really been taxing on the both of our mental health for, like, Mm -hmm. a really long time. And it's just, like, the way that y'all present creativity is about speaking truth and being honest and being true to yourself. Mm -hmm. And then when we're we're telling our truth about our experience with y'all, all of a sudden we are making we're making a big stink of things where we're making yeah we're messy we making we're making y'all look bad mm-hmm. when really it's like 
it be y'all y'all cosplay as good as good people y'all cosplay as Mm non-judgmental y'all cosplay as all these things positive vibes yeah and like actually like open and honest and and things of that nature and y'all are especially the women y'all are mean girls oh yes y'all are mean and shit the women in this scene, the women in the Philly creative scene, because I can only speak on the Philly creative scene because we are from Philly. Y'all are some nasty ass bitches. Like, y'all are. I, y'all are mean as fuck. Y'all are pick It's ridiculous the lengths that y'all go, especially when y'all find out that, like, we fucking with the same niggas. Y'all get so weird. Or we're fucking y'all, with a nigga that y'all want. Yeah, y'all get so weird. And then they'd be like, why her and not me? Because that's what I'm it funny. gives. I'm funny, that's why. For real. <laughs> that's why, I'm just that bitch. But nah, like, I, I I tweeted the other day that like, a lot of creatives, they say that they value authenticity, authenticity, but y'all only like it when it's palatable. Mm-hmm. Y'all only like it when it's like packaged real pretty. When it's raw and it's uncut, y'all don't like that shit. Y'all and want the, people to be quiet. Y'all want them to shut the fuck up. No, the thing is, they only want it, they only want raw authenticity when it doesn't have anything to do with their shitty behavior. Yep. <laughs> if it's somebody else's mess, oh, they're all for it. Speak yep. the truth, queen. Yes. We love you. You better talk about it. But when the shoe is fitting your foot, when it's Cinderella slipper on your mm-hmm. foot, then all of a sudden we need to be quiet. All of a sudden it's not so funny anymore. Yeah. <laughs> you was just kikiing when we was talking about a person that we both had a connection with. It mm-hmm. was cool when you could resonate, but when it's you, all of a sudden we just need to let bygones be bygones. We're messy. And we we're messy. A exactly. And it's just like it it is so disgusting how y'all how y'all operate. And then on top of that, it's just like y'all move like we have the plague or something. <laughs> they sure do, bitch. Like the way that y'all I'm not gonna lie. When we went to um, we when we went to the, his event, the the amount of stares that we got, and how disgusted people looked at us for just being present. And it's not even just his event; it's every event it's we go every to. Every event, and people gonna think that we in our heads, but nah, you can tell by somebody's body language or like the the nasty looks they give you that they don't fuck with you. And it's like I don't understand why. I don't get it, but. I guess it's not for us to understand because we not in this scene no more anyway. Yeah, I, I think that I completely Peace. divested from Fuck everything. Fuck y'all. Oh, so yeah. I honestly, I want to say this from the bottom of my heart. I don't want to go to anything y'all got. Nothing. Do not like, invite don't me. Don't invite me. Don't ask me. Don't talk to me. Don't, don't even interact with our stuff. That's how I be feeling sometimes. <laughs> like, because I know y'all see us. Yeah. I know y'all see us and... I just, I promise you, like, y'all have, y'all have made me, I got to go through, like, a whole nother year or two of therapy just to, to heal these scars from the shit that y'all have done to us. Like, I'm done. I show up for whoever I want to show up for. I support whoever I want to support. Other than that, it's fuck y'all. I don't want to be in the scene. Y'all weird as shit. So, I guess that wraps up our life be life. Yep. Let's talk about some other shit. Um... <laughs> 
So when we and Kella were in a car, we were talking about um, shaving versus waxing. <laughs> now, I used to, when I had, like, when I didn't have bills and stuff like that, I used to get waxed all the time. All the time. Now, I was on a schedule, baby. Yeah. And now, I be shaving. And um, <laughs> I was telling Kella, I'm like, so how do you shave, like, your butt crick? <laughs> <laughs> I said, I just be going to town. <laughs> just be going to town. Um... Honestly, like when it comes to shaving like your your butt crack, I don't even I really just be like going in there and then yeah. like a couple minutes later I'll feel like a little sting back <laughs> then. <laughs> I feel like a little sting back then. I'm like, oh shit, I, I cut, cut myself. myself. God, what about the neosporin? Yeah. <laughs> Looking like chainsaw massacre back but then. But nah, like I had like my ex, like he used to actually shave for me down there. Like I would open my legs and he would go down there and shave for me. Mm, that's so nice. <laughs> I said that's how I knew that nigga really loved me. That's so like... sweet. Like that's a that I think to me that's like a love language in itself. For like, real. Where I could just relax and I can leave my body care to you. Oh, yeah, he used gosh. to just be does he he used to use clippers. <laughs> he used clippers, so he would just be Oh, that is so nice. Kella is really romanticizing this. Aww. But yeah, y'all, like, he used to do that all the time. So I never really had to worry about, like, shaving when I was with him. And then when I got in my second relationship and I started, well, I waxed my whole second relationship. But after that, recently, I just been, like, shaving. Sometimes the coochie you get is what you get, baby. Right. Right, you know, in the seventies, like I was on Killer, I was watching some um black exploitation film, and they had some hairy ass bitches <laughs> like bushes, mm-hmm. and them niggas, I know when they went down on them, <laughs> they was <laughs> hair hair between the teeth. <laughs> I know they constantly had to pull yeah. hair out of their mouth, like, and, but look, they was eating it, mm-hmm. they was eating it, and I'm honestly, like one it. of them niggas. Like, them niggas from the 70s, they could definitely, like, sing me out of my panties. Like, the the lyrics to stuff. Like, Teddy Pendergrass was like, you're my latest, my greatest inspiration. And if a nigga told me that, I'm not going to lie. I'd be popping coochie every day. On a handstand? <laughs> every fucking day, every hour. Like, I'd be popping coochie. What you mean? Like, I'm your latest, greatest inspiration, baby. Like, what you mean? <laughs> Tell me more. Tell me more. I just need to know. <laughs> For real. Say it again. What nigga from the 70s do you think you would like? Like, you would smash. You know what's crazy? Because I had this, if we were going to do Hear Me Out. So, this is perfect. Okay. Charlie Wilson. Charlie Wilson? In the 70s? First of all, Mr. Gap Band. Voice. On oh, a yeah. Teeth fucking perfect oh yeah over six feet <laughs> what what he I, had that nice little afro and you know he had the oh i was thinking quincy jones he was fine he was fi- no i want to pull up a picture y'all because she not about to do me like this quincy jones was fine when he was younger i gotta pull up the pictures mm. he was fine i was watching his documentary on netflix and they was pulling up like some older pictures of him out I, I was like but the question is, would he smash you? Because I have never seen oh, him yeah. with a, a black woman ever in life. You know what? Neither have I seen anyone, uh, Charlie Wilson, with a black woman. So Yeah, he's married to a white woman. You're absolutely you niggas, right. Never mind. You niggas disappoint me every time, no never matter mind. the decade. <laughs> no matter the decade, y'all never always So you do. know what? I'm going to go to Teddy Pendergrass. 
That was one fine-ass North Philly nigga. That's, now, that's, that's my <laughs> mom's was fine favorite. Hell. Yes. Like, turn off the lights. Turn off the lights. <laughs> and that song, um, I think it's called Come Go With Me. He's like, come on and go, go with me. me. Oh! <laughs> come on. I definitely would have been smashing. Come on Teddy. over to and my definitely place. Marvin's. The thing with Marvin, okay, so Marvin Gaye, I personally didn't think, like, he wasn't ugly, but he wasn't, like, fine to me. But he still had sex appeal. He had a lot of sex appeal. He had a lot of sex appeal, so I would smash him just solely based off of that. I would. (laughs) Anybody else? Isaac Hayes. Oh, Isaac Hayes, okay. His bald head ass. I fuck with that. Okay. Isaac Hayes. Um, I'm trying to think of anybody else. Um. In the seventies, I ain't gonna lie. I'd want to smash Rick James just to see what it's like, just because of the shit that he would like think about Keller. Like he's not attractive, but I just want to know what it's he like. He was coked out. I remember that shit was up and stuck. <sighs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's why I was smashed because him singing with because... Tina, the Fire and Desire. <laughs> I know they was talking about. Some, they was talking about a real life experience. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they was that's talking about a real. They life was talking experience. about. They was talking about each other. Uh huh. Uh-huh. So I want some fire and desire too. Yes. <laughs> all right. So. I'm your fire and you desire me. Period. Um, all right. What do we want to talk about next? I wanted to talk about attachment styles. Ooh, okay. So because recently I have I have come to terms with the fact that I do in fact have an anxious attachment style, especially when it comes to people I that I really, really love and care for. Yes. I really hate I really hate disappointing them. If they, if I have something else planned and I say no to them, I feel extremely ex- extreme anxiety. Mm-hmm. I feel like, damn, I let this person down, and I think myself into a rabbit hole about how much they're going to be mad at me and things of that nature. And they might be perfectly fine. Like, oh shit, maybe mm-hmm. another day. But me, right? I'd be like crying and throwing up. Like, yo, like I can't believe. That I can't be available for this person at this time. Mm -hmm. Like, I hope that they don't ever want to leave me because of that. And, like, I really do be, like, in my head. Yeah. I don't know why I'm like that. I don't... What is the reason for that? I feel like it's it has to do with, like, your childhood. Yeah, I have abandonment issues for sure about that i definitely have anxious attachment style too well i feel like more so when it comes to like dating just because i feel like i have abandonment issues more so with my dad yeah i have abandonment so issues. when it comes to dating men or dealing with men i just be scared i'm like they don't text me for one day not that you gotta text me every day but if like they don't text me for like a whole day i'd be like they're not interested no more they don't fuck with me no more they don't like me no more what did i do what did i say yeah like, like- <laughs> And now that I'm in a relationship, this nigga could really just be chilling. And I'd be like, are you okay? I'm so sorry if I said anything to hurt your feelings. If I did anything, I really didn't mean to. I'm the same way. And I I'm start just overthinking like, shit. Thinking about the shit that I, I could have said that might have triggered oh, them. Oh, he here. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> My bad, y'all. I got on hype on camera. Okay. Um, I mean, to cut you off. <laughs> um, okay. So what was you saying about So as I was saying, I definitely think that it has to do with my abandonment issues as a child. Like, I am adopted. And even though, like, my family is very, like, loving and caring 
and things of that nature, and they never made me feel like lesser than because of my adoption, it does, you still think about like why your parents gave you up for adoption and Mm -hmm. why like the reason and then on top of that like they were so young I already I know that they probably have other kids like I have siblings out here and I'm just like I'll never know who they are I'll never be able to like have a real connection with them do you feel like a piece of you was missing because of it yeah because I don't know anything about myself like I only know what they told me and when you're 12 and 13 like what is there to say right like I only know like their thoughts from that time because they like wrote me letters and stuff but oh wait you're my biological parents like like, I have like this whole like binder and everything like that Mm. and but it's from like it's from the perspective of kids yeah like I'll I'll never oh, know. Oh, because I forgot you said that they were. Yeah, younger. my mom was twelve and my dad was thirteen. Um, like when I was born. So, it's just like, what else? Like, what is there to say? Like, right. They express how much they loved me and stuff, but mm-hmm. it's just like I don't know anything but, like, two kids. Yeah, I don't. My attachment issues is like fucking crazy. Because <laughs> you know, like. All right, y'all. So my dad, like, I had a type of dad where, like, he was in the house, but, like, emotionally, like, he was never, like, my dad don't know shit about me. Like, he might as well had not been there. Like, he might as well had not been there. Cause all he did was, like, pay bills and that's it. Like, and he didn't even care to really get to know his kids for real, for real. Remember that one episode where I was, like, <laughs> once I turned 18, he was, like, same nigga same <laughs> that nigga said peace Oof. i ain't talked to that nigga in like like two years Shoot. he don't even care to contact me bitch my my dad my dad be ducking my calls he only talked to me like when when it's absolutely necessary like if he can't get in contact with nobody right. else then he called me like what happened and I'm like, what, nigga? And then on top of that, he talk all about himself. Like, he don't he care. He just talk about himself. Yeah, like, it never, it never matter. Like, my life does not matter. And then when I told him about the podcast and everything and the Larry and Lionel show, like, literally last month, he mm-hmm. was like, it's really disappointing to me that you didn't even tell me. I read the whole paragraph that I sent him, but, like, the ni- like, the night before the show. sometimes, like, you be sensing that people don't give a fuck. Like he's one of them. Yeah, so it's like I'm not gonna necessarily tell you about my wins because like you don't care. You know what I'm saying? Like that's even with my parents. That's why I don't be telling them certain shit, like certain accomplishments that me and you. you My mom don't give a fuck as long. (laughs) They don't give a fuck. So it's just like I've just accepted people for who they are. My mom told me she didn't care. She was like, until I see some money, I really don't. That's basically what my mom be saying too. Yeah, like I really don't I'm, care. There's no money in it, so really I don't give a fuck. Yeah. Let me tell her I'm I'm going to school or something like that. Oh, oh my god! god! Yo, but. the the face I'll never forget the face my mom made at my graduation. Like mm-hmm. her eyes were bloodshot red. She was smiling from ear to ear. Like uh-huh. she was so proud of me. I I could literally we could be on Oprah <laughs> for this shit, and she'd be like. <laughs> It ain't no money. <laughs> it ain't no money, bitch. She said, you ain't introduced me to Oprah, so where was I at? Right, right. 
Do you ever get scared, like, with us being so vulnerable on here that people going to, like, use it against us eventually, like? They always will. And at this point, like, I don't give a fuck. That's kind of how they've been doing Jada, like, recently. I had a conversation at work about that whole situation. They were like, I feel so bad for Will. I was like, you niggas are really hell every time y'all talk. I'm like, Look, Will talked about this in the memoir he wrote. He in like, literally did. When, like, what year was that? Like 2020? I think so. You niggas are three years late. <laughs> and I was going down the list of all the things that he said about himself. But when he was going on his press run for his book, he was saying just as much stuff as her. But you know the blogs did not post their shit. At they all. Did not post it. But Jada said one thing. Oh, oh my, my God. God. She's saying too much. Shut the fuck up. She's <laughs> trying to bring the black man down. <laughs> yeah, you niggas didn't even care about that shit. But this, this really circles back to what we were saying about how people only value, like, authenticity when it's, like, palatable. Like, when it's something that's, like, very raw, they don't like it. Yeah, they and even them, shut the fuck up. even them talking about how they hate the fact that she talk about Tupac all the time. That was her friend. I'm what like, the they've fuck? known each other since they that were like fucking 14. But that's because they don't, people don't believe that men and women can just be platonic. Like, they can just be friends. Like, so they all, they all, and even if they, they was fucking, who cares? Exactly. It's like, who gives a fuck? So, I don't know. They was even dragging Jada when she was like, because you know how they found Tupac Killer. Mm-hmm. And she was like, oh, hopefully we find some healing or something like that. Like, and they was like, here she go. Anything this woman say, y'all y'all gonna demonize her. And you know Anything. what's really funny? They were talking about how they felt bad for um the girl he was dating. I saw that. I and saw everybody that. they were dating for like a couple months. <laughs> Compared to Jada and Pac, they been they was friends for they years. They were they were friends for almost twenty years. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> when he died. Like, you niggas, I, I just I'll, y'all will never cease to amaze me. And it's the women that are really getting me. But then the I forget. Women. I forget that sh- the niggas that you wish you had were watching are watching. And you and you think, <laughs> maybe if I comment this, this nigga will see it and think that I'm the woman for him. Yes, and let me tell you something. Choose me. Choose me. <laughs> <laughs> okay, me. Meredith. Me. Okay, girl. Guess what? He still don't give a fuck. He still don't care. He's actually, he looked at your comment, laughed at you to his friends, <laughs> and scrolled past. And then DM'd us. <laughs> That's my whole thing. But nah, it'd it be the pick-me's, though. That'd be attacking Jada, for real, for real. It'd be the pick-me's. And I'm just like, I can't believe you let this little, this woman, this woman who is literally like 4'11", Bobby, y'all so bad. 4'11". <laughs> like, she is so small. Her speaking her truth about their marriage is really... People done, like, idolized, like, Will and Jada. Like, they made them, like, the standard of, like, black love. So When now, I heard that J. Cole skipped over to Jada and the Will... <laughs> 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 Where he, I was like, now you a petty nigga. <laughs> now, I don't ever want to hear shit about what he got to say because you made... So many songs about how much you cheated on your damn wife. One thing about J. Cole, he gonna talk about him cheating. If I was his bitch, I ain't gonna lie. I'd be like, so nigga, what's good? What's good? What's that girl name? <laughs> Who? His wife. I'm getting her. I, I think her name was Melissa or something like Okay, that. Melissa, stand up. <laughs> An honorable that mention. nigga always. An honorable mention is, Whit- what's her name, Whitney? 
Kendrick wife? Yes, Whitney. <laughs> you need to leave. You need to leave. No. You, you, you know what's really crazy? What you did was you stayed and told the nigga he need to go to therapy. You really need some help. You need some help. Stand up, girl. I'm actually... Hey, when I stand up, he's a millionaire. <laughs> I don't care if y'all call me a gold yo, digger. We was, we I'm a dig for the rest of my yo, life. Remember when we was talking about how like people make it seem like J. Cole and... No, I don't even want to say Kendrick. Specifically, J. Cole. They make it seem like he say the deepest shit in the world. Like He as shallow he as a say, damn kiddie pool. Yo, he really is. And I'm not saying that J. Cole isn't talented. I'm not saying I don't enjoy his music. I'm not saying that he's not smart, but he don't be like, they be like, oh, you need a different type of intellect to really appreciate J. Cole's music. And he be saying the most basic shit ever. I'm like, were y'all in school? Like, I'm confused. They like, weren't, though. They were skipping class. <laughs> they were skipping class. When we was reading To Kill a Mockingbird, they was shooting in the gym. <laughs> he don't be saying nothing really, not to me, that like, I don't know. It'd be stuff I heard before. Yes. But I still love me some J. Cole. Don't get me wrong. Don't get, don't don't fucking attack me. I still love J. Cole. That's still my nigga. I'm just saying. And we listen to brainless music all the time. Like I'm a very big fan of Yeet. Okay? Mm-hmm. I love him. I don't even know who that is. Who's Yeet? He has a song with Drake. It's called I Don't Give a Fuck. You probably listen if you listen to the Drake album. Oh, 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 I know that song. I know yeah. that song. Okay. okay. I love that I nigga. Well, he's stuff. not really a nigga, but y'all get what I'm saying. I really do <laughs> like that man, okay? That little white boy from Milwaukee. I don't know if he's from Milwaukee, but you know. Sexy Red, too. That's my bitch. Now, why would she take herself out the game like that? Bitch, how are you going to show us you pregnant when after I done got an abortion? <laughs> Yola! Why would you say that? <laughs> Like, if I knew that's what we was doing, I would have kept the baby. Oh, my God. That's my girl, though. I don't know. I feel like she's still been putting on, like, shows, pregnant and all. Because like, she got good she got good um, stage performance, for sure. She and breath know. control, because them babies oh, yeah. be heavy. For sure. For sure. Okay, you girl. Can, like, Cardi, con- I want to say paved the way, but you know how when Cardi got pregnant and it was, like, all this backlash? Now I see, like all these female rappers like having babies and still putting on performances and doing what they need to I do. I mean, no one did it better than Beyonce. Oh, that's Yeah, nobody did it better than Beyonce. Nobody <laughs> did it better than Beyonce. <laughs> okay, Miss Love on top. Okay. But uh, a, message, a message to Jay-Z, please, nigga, you always like to play around when shit start getting good, okay? <laughs> Yo, Please, um, stay up off that lady. No, for real. And Jay-Z, I don't... This is because I'm a part of Beehive, but I don't really fuck with the fact that Jay-Z caused, like, majority of her miscarriages. I don't fuck with that. I don't fuck with that. I don't fuck with that, Kella. It made me not like that nigga more and more and more and more and more. I mean, shit. That Lemonade album, though, when you listen to it, like... I listened to it like the other day. Now it's like a twenty-four-year-old. Mm-hmm. She was saying some deep sad. I'm scared. Shit. I'm scared to listen to it because I might just do a backflip off the bench. <laughs> so yeah, she was saying some deep shit in there. I'm just like, when I'm in a better mental space, I might give it a try. But yeah, right that's now, why. Uh, um, after I listen to it, I'm like, yeah, I ain't gonna listen to this joint no more. It's a little <laughs> too sad for me. Um, I'm gonna just let me just put on Renaissance. <laughs> just put on baby, B-Day. come on. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> with tears in our eyes. Feel. That's how I want to feel. So, I mean, recently I've been listening to music that reflects how I ultimately want to feel. I don't Same. like listening to music that like Re- makes me resonate. Before when we was depressed and shit, because we was dealing with them niggas. We oh my god! And, and me and you was both sending Summer Walker lyrics to each other. <laughs> <laughs> and Jasmine Sullivan, we I was like, like shit. <laughs> We were so depressed, but then I realized, I'm like, we can't, we, you gotta listen to music that reflects how you really wanna feel. Like, not that sad ass shit that's gonna yeah, make you even I, I more just depressed. Like, Cause we was some depressed ass bitches. That's like, why I be listening to Heat and them. Cause I'm just like, if I'm gonna feel like anything, if I don't, if I, if I don't wanna feel anything else, I just wanna feel like a nigga that's trapping on the corner. Cause you niggas be looking like y'all having a time of y'all lives. Yeah. You, yeah. uh, poo ass niggas. The felons and all that, y'all be having the fucking time of y'all lives. Speaking so, have you seen them prison pictures? <laughs> girl, girl, sometimes I just gotta click away. I just gotta click away. Cause I be getting, I be in a trance. <laughs> I said, wait a minute. I ain't felt no like a Philly nigga. I ain't felt no shit like that since I seen fucking uh, Gucci Mane. Oh, bitch. Gucci, Gucci Mane, Mane fresh out? Oh, bitch. Woo! I said, whoa. Nah, once he get out, somebody mm. gotta get on it. Some, <laughs> somebody. It might be us. We might be famous by then. Somebody, please. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, Pooh Shiesty, he fine. I said, whoa, don't ever put that mask on again, babe. Would you ever hold a nigga down in prison? Fuck no. What if it was like six months? If it's six, when has a person well, ever not, gone to prison? Okay, well, jail. Say say it was jail. For six if months. it was jail, I right. six months to a year, I could really do that bid with you. But once we start, once you start getting past that, <laughs> <laughs> three years. You know how many niggas can come in my life in three years? You want to hold a nigga down for three years? A uh, three yeah. whole years? Kella, three I, years is. Why not- would I let a jailbird stop me from finding my husband? <laughs> I don't even let my boyfriend stop me from finding uh, my husband. Why would you just say that? <laughs> he gonna watch this and be like, "This bitch." <laughs> I tell him that all the time. Oh my god! I will never let my boyfriend stop me from finding my husband. Okay, well, but Camera, if- you already know that. That yeah. nigga, me and that nigga stuck for life. Right. I would, I, I'd just be like, well, especially with this particular one, I was like, yeah, this is the this husband. This particular one is crazy. <laughs> this, this one, this is the husband. Okay. Um. Well, what if, what if they got sentenced to like prison for something that you know they ain't do? Like, what if it was like something that was super unjust? Would you still hold them down? Like, what if? <sighs> If we could fight the case, <laughs> if we could fight it, but if they just don't give a fuck about you, then. Oh, my God. I feel like. See you when you're up. I feel like maybe two years max. After that, it's just like, because I can keep the coochie on lock. But, like, after that, it's just like, yeah. Oh. Mm. <laughs> I'm good. I'm not doing all of that. Mm-mm. <laughs> So you wouldn't do two years, Kelly? Not even two years. Nah, she's like a year max. Not. 
She said a year mix. That's my mix. That's her mix, y'all. Her mix is a year and my mix is two years. That's really it. Because, <laughs> like, what if what if the man of my dreams comes in with after that year? Mm. You want me to sit there and deny <laughs> my own happiness because you decided to go to prison? <laughs> but, you know, you got a point. Because would that nigga hold me down? Mm. No, you know what? Questions that need answers. Questions that need the answers. The answer is no. Was, you no, see. Wait, I was watching some clip and it was this girl that was saying, like, in female prisons, like the visitors, it's never men. It's here. never, it's, it's never, never men. niggas there. Never. Never. So you know what? I take that back, y'all. I'm only doing six months. That's it. <laughs> That's it. Actually, I'm doing zero. As soon as they put the as soon as they put the handcuffs on, I'm getting ready for a date. So you know what? I take that back. I take that back. I wouldn't do it. I would, I'm not doing that I shit. I would not do it. Um, oh yeah, y'all. We didn't we have a guest. Well, he not a guest. He just here for support. Hi, Muck. Say hey. Hi. <laughs> he said hey, y'all. He said hey, y'all. We were just talking about your art show and how we really fucked with it. We really fucked with the art, the vibe. So yeah. But yeah, we do have him in the background, y'all. We should give him um, a mic. Should we? <laughs> Would That's you get on lot. the mic? Would you get on the mic, book? Um, or nah, not right now. <laughs> he like, I don't know. I don't know what to say. You don't know what to say? We just gonna talk. We just gonna have a conversation. Okay. okay. Zach, can we get on the mic? Okay. We got like 20 minutes, so. You smell good. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> so, um. My name is Mukhtar Stones, also Mukhtar Ibn Jihad Stones, also known Ooh. as Uncle Muk. And we're going to talk about my show. Yes. Okay, everybody. I'll be narrating the rest of this for the <laughs> He said, this is my show, motherfuckers. So, yeah, he said, I'm taking over. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so let's talk about your show. Okay. So, now I didn't get to, so I seen that you had the, the, the TV. Mm-hmm. I didn't get to listen to it with the... With the headphones. Oh, yeah. Headphones in. Yeah, a lot of people didn't do that. Yeah, um, I didn't even see them there, for real, for real. Yeah, no, I think that that definitely contributed to that. Okay. Um, I just realized today, because I was actually at the gallery earlier, that the TV had the headphone jacks. So I was just thinking maybe if I plugged it into that, people might have noticed, but... Right. Yeah, I mean, it was really some dope stuff, though. I really would have liked if people would have heard it. Um mm-hmm. If I would have unplugged it, I just feel like it would have definitely took up more space in the room. So what was what were those clips like? What what, what were they saying? Um, they were like, or like how projects. did it contribute to like what was the correlation to like your art? So it was a playlist just of like different projects. Um, okay. The one, the one clip, I mean, or video that was a uh, thematic with one of the paintings on the wall. Mm-hmm. That kind of had to do with what was going on during the time. That was like 2020. Okay. Um, I was actually still in school during the pandemic. So Same. I, actually, I think we graduated the same year. That's what's up. That's what's up. So were you the first graduating class I was in person? Like yep. post? My nigga. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So... Oh, you know, real niggas understand. Real niggas understand. Real, that shit was <laughs> but, weird. You know, a nigga was, a nigga was painting from home. I mean, per usual, like... I'm, I just feel like being from from the soil, it's only natural. You kind of make a space for you to create at home. Right. 
me and my also just going to school, you know, hometown. So it it wasn't really a, a hard transition for me during the pandemic. So I was really actually making a lot mm. of fun work and having fun with the art that I was making. But okay. yeah, it was just pretty much reflecting just what was going on during that time. Uh, conceptually, a lot of the different things I was like watching and listening to. Mm-hmm. Um, I had clips of Sun Ra, uh, different just prolific speakers and documentary videos that I was just watching and uh, absorbing in my brain. And right. the bigger theme of the project was also creating like a painting that kind of expanded outside of the painting. So the okay. painting itself was like sculptural. Mm-hmm. And when you guys see it, it's like basically like this white sculptural piece and it had a video being projected onto it. And so mm-hmm. that alone was just uh, an idea of kind of like creating like a painting, but like something that also exists off of a painting. Okay. By kind of projecting something onto the surface. So okay. in itself, it's it's a frame, but it also becomes like a, you know, like a backdrop essentially for mm-hmm. like any video. So that alone is just you know, another another line of things I'll be doing. Right. So what about the spikes? The spikes. Yeah, where did that, yeah, where where did, that, where did that, that inspiration come from? come from? I started doing that with um, my clothes. I was doing it with my hats at first. Mm-hmm. And I was definitely just, like, being informed by a lot of different stuff I was seeing around that time, especially just, like, I guess, like, creatively, like, DIY fashion and things like that online, but also mm-hmm. just, I'm just a nerd, so I just, you know, take away from the stuff I watch, like, cartoons or, like, anime. Right. And what animes do you watch? So much. Top five. I mean, she is she anime So Eater, mm-hmm. Neon Genesis Evangelion, Cowboy Bebop. <gasps> um, I love Cowboy Bebop. <laughs> Yu Yu Hakusho. And, um... <laughs> You I, I, show I'm going to be that nigga, but Dragon Ball Z. Like, Dragon Ball Z is one of them real nigga animes. It really if is. if you didn't grow up watching it, then that's just what You really not a real nigga? Like, Dragon you Ball really Z not is really nigga. for real niggas. Like, it, it just, I feel like it fundamentally love. put a lot of different characteristics that you can find in young black men <laughs> just from anime alone. And... See, I don't know. I'm sad, so happy sad. you said that because mm. I believe that the hood loves yeah, no. Dragon Ball Z. That's a different in specific yeah. though. Yeah, every but hood you know, nigga grew sense, up on Dragon Ball Z. That's like really the only. <laughs> I know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the hood loves Dragon Ball Z. No matter mm. how much they tried to make fun of you in school, yeah, we was know. all watching it. Everybody yeah. know. Okay. Everybody know what that shit is. All right, so we kind of mm. got a gist of Muck and who, and who he is. Um, do you want to join in on our conversation that we was having a little bit earlier? Uh, I mean, I'm here now, so, you know, y'all stuck Okay, with me, so. all right. Yeah. So, we was just talking about holding a girl, well, holding men down in prison. Would you ever <laughs> hold a girl down if she went to prison? Um, Don't lie. Yeah, don't lie. You know, I'm going I'm to be forthright. Uh, <laughs> the answer is no. <laughs> he taking too long. I think it's situational. Okay. But, I think, you know, naturally, no. Mm-hmm. You know, <laughs> okay, naturally, no. I love that. I actually okay. was kind of agreeing with the things you were saying earlier as far as just, like, niggas got life to live. So much can happen in a year alone. Right. Two, three. And right. it's nothing against you, my nigga, but... You know, like, <laughs> See you I'm, when you up, baby. I'm fuck with you in the hereafter. And, right. And, you know, when we, when, we, when we with each other in the hereafter, I got you. Especially right. if we got that bond with each other, but... Yeah. 
I'm gonna put money on your not, books. I'll never forget yeah, about you. Yeah, right, right. Especially as someone who who got family members that's like, you know, incarcerated. So, mm-hmm. no, nah, I definitely know what it feels like and what it means to be on the phone and them jail you know, calls. Call to pay to collect <laughs> and all that. You know, yeah, bitch, real shit. Yeah. <laughs> be like, oh shit, hold on, hold on. them back. It's a one way, so you got wait for them to call you again. This is. You know, it's a different thing if you never experienced that. But right. besides that, you know, you got to love people when you know, even outside of you. Like, you know, from afar, as they say. So. Mm-hmm. And they literally tucked away. You're not going anywhere. <laughs> so when you get out, I'll be there. But Right, right. Okay. I'm not going to have no baby on you either. <laughs> it's just, it's, it's so many complexities with that. Because, listen, they could be crazy. And it's like, oh, my, now's my opportunity to, like, deuces, my nigga. Oh, yeah. Mm. Then, yeah. then, you know, and, it, and it, it, it could be either way. It could be. Like, the nigga who's incarcerated could be like, damn, like, Phew. Thank the I'm, fucking Lord. I'm locked in here now. They're not going to drive me crazy. It could, it could be the <laughs> other way around. If a nigga would rather be in prison than be with you... Man, you are hell. <laughs> My nigga, you deserve jail. That's you deserve room. jail time. That's yeah, a, that's that's, a, that's, that's crazy. A bu- 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 bad room. That for is real. crazy. But there are some. There are some people that are really that bad that people would rather do a bid. What's this to say? Fucking what you feel like jail, nigga. Oh yeah. For Relationships sure. are like that in a way, you know. You ever think about Jail? It like that? Yeah. yeah, like the time you spend with somebody. Uh, yeah, you uh-huh. know, and and that could be friendships, that could right. be family members, right? That could be romantic partners, right? So it's really all about: Are you really are you willing to spend that time doing that with that individual? I think that's what it really breaks down to. That is true. No matter that like the, the complexities within them, mm-hmm. how crazy they are, how crazy you are. How y'all stick together, how y'all yeah. don't. So Right, right. I you know, it. if it's conducive for you or not, rock out. If it's right. not, then yeah. like, I mean. Well, that kind of f- makes me want to think about Jada again. So, you know how she's been like in the media <laughs> recently just talking about, um, you know, her and Will's marriage to each other and how complex it kind of is. What are your thoughts on that? I think it's it's a lot of banter online in general over what people have going on in their own personal lives, and y'all niggas just don't know. Y'all just basically reacting to an echo chamber. Mm. It's all the internet is. Let me tell and you. So let me rock with y'all real quick, cause all this shit is all this shit made up. You worried yeah. about the wrong things, my nigga. <laughs> but besides that. Let her live. Let both them niggas live, honestly, right. because you, 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 to my understanding, are dealing with someone who's come to the realization they've maybe overcompensated uh, their love while finding peace within themselves. And a lot of people do that, especially people who have a big heart mm-hmm. and people are, you know, people who can be loving. And right. it's not to, you know, kind of preach to the choir and. You know, like tiny violin, violin right? Yeah, you mean it's not none of that, but it's just like that's just the truth. At the end of the day, if someone's just genuinely not happy, especially if they're not happy within themselves, that's for them to figure out. So who are right. you to judge what somebody else is trying to, you know, you know, reconcile within themselves? Let alone with the partner that they with. So like, 
So, so do you feel like she's in the wrong for like being openly vulnerable and transparent about that? No, it? I do I, think there's a way for sure okay. to like communicate and disseminate any type of information to a public discord because then that leaves room for Into, you know like, exactly exactly and that's art in a way i mean like i deal with that alone with just like creating anything and whatever people conceptually get from it that's outside of my control at that point so it's like yeah. you can fuck around and find out to an extent but still have discernment. And that's right. all I can really say. A lot of people, before you got here, me and Kelly was talking about how a lot of people would be calling us messy. Because, like, we're mm. just very... I don't even think we're messy. We're just very vulnerable. And well, I mean, y'all we, intelligent black women. Yes. So they're gonna, they're they'll, gonna never, they'll never they'll give ne- that to us. Never. Nah, nah, never. Man. It's always You know messy, what? With that said, fuck y'all. Here, so. Thank you. Thank you. Don't worry about them niggas. They, they don't... They, they be saying we don't know what's going to fuck on for no, real. No, so for real. Mean, like, and then I only think that they appreciate authenticity only when it's packaged a certain way. And only, again, when it's coming from a nigga. Yep. So sometimes they just not going to appreciate it when it's coming from the true mother. So yeah, you feel me? You got you to gotta protect your sister. No, Just like you protect your mother, your auntie, your own sister, your own, like, your own just kin. Like, and mm-hmm. I feel like that's just like a law sense that a lot of a lot of us have right now. Mm-hmm. Not, not, let me not even say us, but them. Right. Uh, I feel like a lot of them have just they don't they lack that sense of just like how you treat this person reflects your relationships with other people. Mm-hmm. Whether that's a woman, a man, elderly, mm-hmm. no matter what. And again, like you know, discernment. You know, I mean, everything could be situational with that said, but. I really do feel like how you treat women reflects how you kind of treat or handle the women around you, like in your family, in your household. That's why. And I how always, I was raised, you got to have a strong, you mean, with your, with your earth yeah. before you try to share anything with anybody else. And a lot of niggas be traumatized. So a lot of niggas Yo. just really be hating their moms and just oh, be. Oh, did I say that in a <laughs> previous yeah, episode? Yeah. I said I'll never date a man who hates listen, his mother. Y'all niggas, y'all niggas need to come to terms with that. And. Who am I at the same time? But from what I've seen, especially from the perspective of a man, I definitely do think that a lot of men just need to come to terms with that. And you have some type of resentment because you see a lot of niggas who... <laughs> love is love, don't get me wrong, but mm-hmm. they outside of their race. And again, no issue with that. Love who you love, player, but... <laughs> <laughs> you gotta recognize at the end of the day that if she don't look like your mom, and I'm not saying she has to literally look like your mom, but like right, I'm talking down to this level, yeah. if she don't look like <laughs> your mom, my nigga, what's really going on in your mental, bro? And I really feel like that's just like a deep sense of resentment you may have to black women mm-hmm. or to even your mother. And again, mm-hmm. who am I? I could I could just shut the fuck up, but. Bitch. They probably gonna feel you because you're a nigga. So yeah, no, no, because he's saying it, they gonna feel him. But I just wanna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna find the episode that I <laughs> where I said it, and we gonna just do Compare a side it. by side. Because yeah, I've been side. saying this shit, but you know what? They attack us for saying the same shit. They told us that we was FBI agents <laughs> and that we was products of the system, government <laughs> plants. That's what they, they, somebody commented it. That's just like, like yo, they, 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 
fuck they be eating. And so what us. if y'all are doing that? Like, <laughs> they don't know what y'all ulterior motives are. Like I don't Here know what's going on behind the scenes. Like, Look, they be. Eating sometimes us. you gotta play the field, my nigga. Yes, yeah. like Yo. you already know we talk about being broken. You know the children horses. Yep. I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm they be eating us the that. fuck up, especially me. <laughs> I feel so <laughs> bad. I be reading the comments and everything. I'm like, hey man, that's wow. why I'm gonna say it again. It's just something what they got against black women. It and is. That's what it is. They can feel like it's about just, I guess, um, what's the word? What's the word that people use? Modesty. They can make oh. it about modesty and. Don't get me wrong. As someone who who grew up in a Muslim household, mm-hmm. I understand firsthand um, traditional and cultural and spiritual aspects of modesty. So, with that said, I know that how a woman carries herself and handles herself, mm-hmm. you still treat her with the same level of respect as you would with a woman who had who had her whole whole entire body niqab and overgarment and all down to to her feet. So right. and then the cat doesn't mean anything. Yeah, because I know yeah. a lot of Muslim women who burka all that mm-hmm. and be the nastiest human beings ever. Oh man, like the worst representation of what like Islam mm-hmm. is and like their core values. Mm-hmm. They be everything outside of that. It's only that they're modest, mm-hmm. like in dress, yeah. but mm-hmm. you're not modest in spirit. You're mm-hmm. not in mm-hmm. modest in heart posture or mm-hmm. anything. But mm-hmm. there could be somebody who is uncovered that leads with the heart of God, mm-hmm. like no for real. And that's why I'll never, I'll never sit there and judge somebody who decides to cover. Because even when you're like Christian, technically you're not allowed. You're not yep, supposed to have yep, your hair yep. out. You're always supposed to have yep. your hair covered. Yep. Um, you're supposed to dress modestly and everything like that. But the most modest ones be the ones that are most judgmental. Yep. And like at the end of the day, God really does know your heart. Mm-hmm. No facts. And so. respectability too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Respectability, politics, like. Mm-hmm. I don't know, you got to carry yourself a certain way as a black woman in order to be respected in this, like, Mm -hmm. whole time. Because me and you had this conversation all the time. time. Mm -hmm. Like, Mm -hmm. you can be, like, a hood-ass bitch and be, like, intelligent as fuck, Mm -hmm. but... Look at Sexy Red. (laughs) Phenomenal. Phenomenal. She mm-hmm. Phenomenal. Like, she's a her. marketing genius. Why can't you just she appreciate is. the black woman in anything she does? Right, because we're not a monolith. We're not. We come in all different shades. No, you have to be Felicia Rashad or yeah. Diane Carroll. Yeah, or in order, freaking... apparently, in order to be respected, I guess. But, <laughs> yeah, but like you were saying, Sexy Red, she a marketing genius. Like, she really is, when you really think about it. She truly, 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 truly is. Y'all not getting it. And it's a lot of other ones out here, too. But Or even how, like, I've been looking. I was just, like, following JT for a minute right now. Fire. Oh, yeah. First of all, Fire. I love her. And Fire. also, like, I love the influence that Uzi had on her, too. Fire. Oh, but yeah, me also, too. I knew she was already a, a weirdo when, mm-hmm. when she first came Uzi out. just woke it up. Yeah, yeah, like, she like, already been into that shit. He just made her get comfortable with yeah. being, being like that. Like, because, like, even at your show, I was talking to mm-hmm. the owner of the... Yeah, the, Kevin. Yeah. yeah. And Shout out to Cool Kev. Shout yeah, I was, out. like, I was literally looking at the Dragon Ball, and I was like, oh, my gosh. And he was like, you like anime? I was like, <laughs> trust me. I know whenever I talk about it with other people, especially other men, black men in specific, like... When I start talking about it and mm-hmm. everything like that, they're like, <clears throat> you look nothing like what 
mm. you would expect. Mm-hmm. Like they want me to be like we booed out and all right, this other stuff, right, and I'm like, right, sorry. No, <laughs> it works. It works the same. No, I I get it. It it, it doesn't surprise me because like I see you as the same essentially. Mm-hmm. Like I may not look like I got a Naruto or Dragon Ball Z T-shirt on, For real? though mm-hmm. I can still rock that shit better than like most of you niggas. But, <laughs> well, period. Talk your shit. You know, Talk like, your shit. In essence. You know, I, I'm I am my own character. And yeah, I just think it's about that, you know? Right. Right. You're your own character. You're your yeah. own person. You don't need to dress up in a costume. Mm-hmm. You know. And that's that what already. I think it is. I think that people want you to cosplay exactly. as something that you're not. Like yep. you can really be as multifaceted as you really want to be or yeah. are yeah. and not fit into the mold. Like no matter what room I step in, I'm always going to be myself. And I don't care how y'all feel about it, really, because mm-hmm. I will yep. go to Comic-Con yep. dressed just like this. Yeah, yeah. Talk to, talk <laughs> I do to, not care. Because no. at the end of the day, I read, I read the manga. I sat there Woo. and watched all the shows. Like all I know characters. each arc. I know the character. I know the character <laughs> development. I could really go tit for tat with you yeah, with stats and everything. I do oh, yeah, not care. <laughs> I don't care. Stop playing with it. Period. No. With my stilettos and all. <laughs> he really taking this narrator shit seriously. Hey, hey. And it's just like that. Period. Period. <laughs> okay. Like, I don't give a fuck about how y'all but feel. Nah. I don't have to and look like that. a lot of that. bitches be cosplaying as hood bitches, too. And that's the crazy. Yeah. Dun, dun, dun. Now, I was going to say something. I, I, let me shut up. But Lara told me. Lara told me. Lara told me. So I'm going to stop. I'm going to stop. We're going to stop. I'm going to stop. But, um, but yeah. just so we know, we see you. That was the whole purpose of us, like, coming up with Wholesome Black Girl. Because black mm-hmm. women are not a monolith. Like, At we're all. not. We're not. You can be so many different things. But I feel like the black community is just so stuck on, like, tradition yeah that like we just limit ourselves so much and assimilation though assimilation and i do not i don't fault them for it because Mm -hmm. a lot of our a lot especially black americans Mm -hmm. all of this is built on survival it's what's going to make our lives as easy as possible right because we just do not want to get caught lacking Mm yeah and i'm here to tell yeah like just like everybody even like down to the ones that have passed on if they're even mm-hmm. listening like it's no need for us to do that no more like exactly I, like you don't you don't have to be worried about us yep. anymore cuz there's no need in hiding right. like we are who we are we come how we come and like the whole reason why we're on this camera today is because we just decided that authenticity just meant more. It's no more hiding. Like, we don't exactly. have to hide no more. Yeah, exactly. It gets you, like, further in life. It really does. It does. <laughs> and, like, I'm always going to pay homage to, like, to y'all, too. Like, I was even thinking, I was talking to my boyfriend the other day. I was like, no matter what, I we need to jump the room when we get mm-hmm. married. Like, it has to be a thing. Oh, yeah, for sure. And he was mm-hmm. like, why would, you, sure. how, why would we do that? Is I it going like, to be like a new broom, an old broom, family broom? I have a family broom. Okay. Yeah, so we're going to jump what over that. What type of wood is it made out of? I don't know. All I know <laughs> is that yeah. it's old and it's sturdy. That's what's up. 
and okay. it still has like the tool and stuff around it from when my grandma got married. Oh, yeah. Okay. And yeah. we might put some new tool on it because it's looking a little duh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but like, yeah. we yeah, going to jump sure. over that broom. For sure. I be saying that too. If I get married, I got to jump the broom. <laughs> yeah. Get a new broom. I got to jump the broom. And make sure it's made out of real wood. Yeah, for sure. Got to be done right. That tradition comes with family. And I feel like a lot of the things you were saying, like, starts with family. Like, especially your parents. Like, you know, like, mom, like, I don't got to live like that. Like, I get it. You live through the, the crack. Yeah. Right. 80s Woo. and 90s. I get it. So you on the straight and narrow shit. But it's like, I don't need to. Like, mm-hmm. I'm comfortable in who I am. And yes. people can't make me fold. You feel me? So, right. like, just, just let me rock out, continue on my conquest, and... And I'll I'll start figuring stuff out, too, like, so that I can tell my kids I won't be as hard. Well, I might be as harsh. (laughs) Cam knows. My mom. Wow. She uh, she is something. (laughs) I will say that. Shit. (laughs) You will leave a conversation with her. Just be like, Wow. I really might be a piece of shit. She right. might offend you, but you gonna lead that conversation. I don't know, feeling kind of inspired. To yes, <laughs> cause she really will. She she will take she it will there. Eat you to, my first time meeting her, she was like, "Kim, you you're gonna wear that to the club." She said, "I was like, Miss Charlie." <laughs> Here she go. That's what you like. <laughs> oh, damn. Okay. But she's funny as shit though. She's like, so she's hilarious. Funny. That's crazy. Yeah. Like. Mug, she would see you and be like, "So take me through this." Yes, that's it. No, I that's deal with her. It all the time. Take, take me through it. Take I me through it. it. Yes. What? And I'd be like, "Hello, mm-hmm. these are not your kids, right?" No. And she'd be, "When they with me, they mine." Cause that's how mamas be. No, yeah. I, I I deal with it all the time. So trust me, I know. I I'm visualizing it right now. So. Right, right. Just I I just be like, oh my gosh, and then I find myself acting like her. Mm-hmm. <laughs> hey, acceptance. I be like, hey. why? And I'm like, oh, this is. I be like, this is unacceptable. Then I'm like, okay, Charlotte. <laughs> <laughs> well, we do gotta wrap it up. So we have a segment. I think when you came to the joint with Darian, we was we was talking about this. It's called Hear Me Out. Okay. So a Hear Me Out is basically like. <laughs> <laughs> why are you laughing? A Hear so Me Out. I think out. I remember now. Okay. Yeah. So it's somebody that isn't conventionally attractive that you would, you would fuck. You know, I was having a hard time with this last time because I just. He definitely was. I don't think with like, these parallels, you know? Like, I don't I mean, even Uncle for yourself. Uncle don't exist in that type of, you know. <sighs> you got to pick one. Like, even for yourself, like, somebody that's totally outside of, like, anything that you might even feel you would align with. I'm still a nigga at the same time because I love a, I just love a bad bitch in every genre. Yeah! You know what I'm saying? So that's what makes it difficult. Now, can we get a bit more... superficial maybe like particular things but but besides that i mean i just like black women so i just like he don't like i I like them i like black women as they come you see Mm -hmm. what i'm saying like i like i think you both have distinctly beautiful features about you you know what i'm saying so like (laughs) other than that like i just feel like if you don't already have that 
Ingu. I don't know. Besides that, I mean, like, nah, if, if, we, if we got he, more like, would you date like a a, a white woman? It could like be a white woman, an Asian girl. Um, <laughs> he refused to pick a black woman. That says, "Hear me out." I love that. Yeah, no, I can't. Yeah, no, I suck. That's a black king. I'm just respectfully, king. I hit all y'all for real. So I'm just like respectfully, 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 respectfully. <laughs> that reminds me of a DM we got. Yes, he but, said I wear but, both of y'all. Asses. I said what? <laughs> he said that he did. He was like, I wear both of y'all asses out. I said, sir. <laughs> Yo, respectfully, but All right. um, hmm. trying to think. I don't, I don't, I don't know a lot a of white, white women. Um, you not leaving until you pick somebody, and it can't be like uh, Megan Fox or something like that. Like, no, uh, it, it really gotta be him. Yo. Uh, I don't think um Jennifer Lawrence is all that. Okay, so okay. she will be a hear me out. Yeah, or like, yeah. <laughs> They go. They could probably go try beat me up about that, but what? fuck it. I, um, her or like Jennifer Aniston. Jennifer the, Aniston. Yeah. But wow. Okay. I don't know. I'm just thinking like of just like white people names. So just okay. bear, bear with me. You know. Okay. I think I feel like we already picked our hear me outs, right? I Are said Charlie before? Wilson. Who's that? Oh, the singer. No. I really? Had said, I had said Quincy ah, Jones. Quincy. Okay. I mean, they old niggas, so I can see if y'all saying it from that perspective young old young. middle age <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but then Keller reminded Fuck me em. Keller reminded me that Quincy ain't never been with a black woman and neither has Charlie Wilson so yeah not yeah, like I would nah, really I, get a I, chance so I would never get a chance I can't yeah. relate um <laughs> yeah no I mean that might sound very superficial but you know that's that will be my what what was it Hear me, hear me out. out. Hear me out. That would okay. be my hear me Uncle out. Mark, that's yeah. his hear me out, y'all. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't think Jennifer Aniston is. <laughs> Not so, the girl from Friends. Yeah. We gonna end everything. Is that where she's from? Yeah. See, I really, I'm just saying. <laughs> <man. laughs> she said, I live in nigga though. No, real shit. Me too. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> no, like, I, I get I get their world too. I be I be watching, but I don't be like, rem- I I'll be, be remembering, remembering names. Shit. Yeah. yeah. So, like, me either. That's yeah. how I am. <laughs> you know, I don't be knowing none of these crackers <laughs> hey man let me stop let me stop hey man, let me stop. i don't eat saltines i'm sorry <laughs> I, don't, I don't eat saltines oh my god okay y'all well that's we got in the episode um but i do want to tell y'all make sure y'all following muck you want to give them your social um you guys can find me on instagram at unclemuck.studios mm-hmm. um i also have a website unclemuck.com um unclemuck on youtube and that's about it. You gotta, okay. you know, catch me if you can find me. Yes. Yes. Okay. Um, also, make sure y'all following us on Instagram per usual. Um, subscribe to our Patreon. Make sure y'all rating us on Apple Podcasts. Make sure you rate us on Apple Podcasts. I will. I ain't playing with you. I will. All right. I will. Five stars. And you gotta leave a review. I'm right. I'm right. That yeah. shit down. Like, okay. All right. <laughs> so make sure y'all are doing all those things and we will see y'all. Wait, am I missing anything? Shit, I don't know. If we forget it, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> but we will see y'all next episode. Bye. <laughs> hey, and if y'all got a problem again with these two fine gentlewomen right here. Thank you. Fuck y'all. Uh, fuck y'all. Fuck y'all okay. Y'all, <laughs> fuck y'all niggas. You know what I mean?
Eat a dick. Period. Period. Thank you for that. Thank you for that. Protect black women. Because they be attacking the fuck out of us. For real. But yeah, bye, y'all. Bye.